Before I dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a precursor. Normally when I record these podcasts, um, maybe surprising to hear, but I do it mostly off the cuff. Uh, I normally have some notes, some bullet points of what I want to talk about in front of me and go off of that. But today's going to be a more scripted episode. I've written some things over the past few weeks that I wanted to talk about, and I want to make sure that I say everything that I want to, that I have written down. So if it seems like I'm reading something for a while, it's because I am. I may break from that throughout the episode and talk about it more in depth. But if you are thinking that I'm reading something, it's probably because I am. So I want to let you guys know that today before we jump in. So let's go ahead and get started with today's episode of Eating It Up. Welcome to Eating It Up. I'm your host, Michael Eaton. Join me in this journey of, well, anything. Tag along to hear about the crazy things happening in my life and hear funny stories and terrible jokes to get you through your week. Well, happy Friday, everybody. It is January 29th. This is the first episode of Eating It Up of 2021. We did make it through 2020. I think some of us made it just barely. I know COVID is still a problem in 2021. It's not as bad here in rural Texas where I'm at, but in other spots around the country, especially on the West Coast, that are still dealing with it pretty hard and still pretty shut down there. Um, so thinking about you guys that are out there, I want to take these beginnings of these episodes going forward and do shout outs of some podcasts that I'm listening to. And well, the first one I want to shout out, um, I don't know if they have been going to listen to this ever, but it's the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. They started doing episodes last January, so they've been out for just a year now. Um, there's three hosts, Nathan, JC, and Brian, and it's really been an encouragement to me. Um, there are some pretty awesome episodes. They have some pretty awesome guests. Uh, there's one coming up uh, next week that I'm pretty excited about that they're going to be interviewing the OG fundamentalist Mark Lowry. So I'm pretty excited to listen to that. But if you are in the habit of listening to podcasts and looking for a new one, I highly recommend looking up the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast or the RFP, as we call it. Um, the guys there are great. and I know you'll get an encouragement from that. I want to go ahead and jump into my episode today. As you saw the title, it is my journey of identity. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, it's going to be more scripted. So please bear with me as I get through this and I'll kind of branch off into some things that I want to talk about and then get back to uh, what I have written down. Uh, have you ever been striving for a goal and get to a point where you're happy and never get to the end of what you wanted? You're living life and you're happy where you're at and think, I've arrived. I've accomplished everything I wanted. I'm good right here. Or you get to the point where you just don't want to try anymore. I have been there a lot, especially that point where you are happy and you feel like there's nothing else. Um, I've recently found myself on a journey of identity. I spent most of my life letting who I am, what I have or don't have, and what I desire to establish my identity. Growing up, I believed in ministry, and being in ministry full-time was the pinnacle of serving God. You would graduate high school, 
go to Bible college, maybe even seminary, if you were spiritual enough, and then find a church to work at full time. Of all the ministry positions, youth pastor was the coolest. One side note of that, it was always a joke from the pastoral majors that we were youth majors because we didn't want to take Greek. That was part of it. Um, I heard that Greek is pretty tough. So youth pastor had all of the Bible classes, except we did not have to take Greek. There was one guy that I, that I know while I was at college that he was actually double majoring in pastoral and youth ministry. I don't know how I did it, but he did it. Uh, so, of course, that's what I did. I took the credits to become a youth pastor. I spent two years working as a bivocational staff member, which I didn't like. Again, growing up, just because of people that I saw and the ministry that I was involved in, being a full-time ministry was where it was at. And that's what I thought. I saw friends I graduated with that had that, and that's what I wanted. Um, I finally got into a full-time ministry job. And if you listen to my first episode about my life story, you see that um, I ended up having to leave that place and not really knowing what was next. So if you think about it, I had gone through college wanting to be in full-time ministry. I had finally gotten it. And because of certain situations, it was taken away. So my identity was nothing because all my life I had put my identity into who I was and what I was doing or what I didn't have, what I did have and what I desired. And when all that was not there, my identity was gone. You know, where could I put my identity? Who, who was I? And I've been attending Eagle Drive for five years now, which I think about that. That's just insane. Um, Chris talked about at the beginning of the year just about some things that had happened last five years. And just when I sit down and think about it, it's just crazy to see the people that have come and gone, just the different situations, the different trials that we've been through uh, these last five years. And I was given the opportunity to be part of the leadership team in 2016. And then 2020 happened. I think we all understand when I say 2020 happened, you know what I mean. The issue was I was not spiritually where I should have been. And again, 2020 happened. I don't remember the exact month. I think it was maybe May or June when we shut down. We went to online only. And at that time, our live stream, which was going to Facebook, we had a Canon. I think it's a Canon A10 that we had just a little old 10, 15 year old camera that we used. And we had tried to do some different things to make the live stream better. Uh, we had brought the sound in from the soundboard so at least you could hear more clear. And we decided to try to make that better, obviously, when we were just doing online only. And we tried some different things, and it was so stressful, so frustrating. And to the members of our church and people watching, they loved it because they weren't critiquing every single thing that was happening. That's just a part of who I am. Uh, we're supposed to strive for excellence. That's something that gets said around here a lot, that we strive for excellence. But I wanted to see perfection. Because I am the one that was in charge of all that, I wanted it to be the best it could be or better than the best, which, looking back now, was nowhere close to attainable. Because of the crisis, the decision was made to go to a more part-time position. I would find another job. I can't explain it all, but all that made it where I wasn't allowing myself to get fed from God's word. So because I was so focused on making sure the live stream was good, and even after we started 
back inside, making sure the screens were doing everything it needed to do, making sure all the graphics looked good. I wasn't allowing God to feed me. I wasn't listening to the message like I should have because I was so focused on everything that was happening during the service. I wasn't focusing on the most important part. So the stress was building. Um, I had a moment where I lost my cool. Um, and if I was doing what I was supposed to be and doing it for the right reason, that would have never happened. Um, I had the tendency to start and try many things at the same time. And the issue with that is I never get any of it done because I have so much going on at once. And that was building as well. I will use this podcast as an illustration. Uh, when I first started this, I was so adamant to say, I'm going to do an episode a week and just get it done, which first couple I did. And then things happened and that got pushed with the back burner. And so when I saw that, I would get discouraged and be upset at myself. So then I wouldn't do it for months. And again, my last episode was months ago. And going forward, I don't want to put a, a timetable on when new episodes go live, but I wanted to, to do them. And I want to be an encouragement to those that listen and to develop and to develop good episodes that are an encouragement. I don't want to do things on the fly either. So it's not going to be every week. I'm not going to say how often episodes will happen, but I want to continue to do this. And going back to what had happened a couple months ago, um, after the blow up, whatever you want to call it, I realized, and my pastor helped me realize that I needed to slow down. He even preached a series, I think two years ago, called Sila. You know, we hear that word in the Bible that you take a pause and you think about what's going on. And in, in the Bible, the Psalms, you think about what was just said. And Sila is taking a break, taking a pause to reflect. And I had posted a couple months ago on Facebook that I made the decision to take a step back from ministry. Uh, there was no timetable of when and if I was going to come back. There was nothing, you know, for sure saying, okay, I want to go do this and then I'll come back when I'm done doing that. And stepping back from ministry, and we talk, you know, I talked about this with people, is that that's not the same thing as stopping serving God. So it's not that I'm just going to be a chair warmer and just sit here. Um, I'm still doing some things with the church. I'm not as involved. And again, getting my focus on where it needs to be and figuring out who I am in Christ and what he has for me in my life. And since then, um, I started doing a book study with my pastor. And the first uh, book we're doing is Focusing Identity. It's called The Truest Thing About You. Um, it has been eye-opening, to say the least. It's helped me realize that I let so many things give me my identity. There's only one thing that has the authority to give you your true identity, and that's the voice of God. And what I said at the beginning of this podcast episode, I let who I am, what I have or don't have, and what I desire to establish my identity. And I've let other people identify me. And he talks, he talks about a book. There's a book that I'm probably going to read next that's about identity called Stop Trying by Carrie Schmidt. And he goes through the different types of identity. There's identities that we let, you know, we can let the culture and people define us. We can let ourselves define us or we can let Christ define us. Um, and I'm pretty sure you know this, but have you ever read a portion of the Bible? And normally you just skim it because it's one you've read. All your life, it's a well-known passage. You've heard it preached thousands of times. 
and then you go back and read it and during that sealer time during that focusing time something just jumps out of you that's what happened to me we're reading this book and one of the chapters took us back to the first few chapters of genesis um, and again we've heard the first chapter of genesis for forever you know the days of creation we can say that upside down backwards forwards however you want to say it and the chapter was talking about the i always say this wrong so if you're a greek scholar don't crucify me but the imago day or the image of god and if you look at the days of creation everything leading up to day six it says god created it and then he gets to day six when he creates mankind the the, the pronoun changes it goes from God created it to we. Let us make man in our own image. And our identity goes all the way back to the garden where everything was perfect. Um, Adam and Eve hadn't sinned yet. God walked with them daily in the cool of the day. And there was nothing to change who they were. There was no sin. There was no judgment. There was no thorns. You know, everything was perfect. You know, and God, it says in Genesis, literally walked with Adam every day in the cool of the day and he was there with them and they were exactly who God created them to be. They didn't know anything else. And through this chapter, through this book, that can be true for all of us today. You know, we are exactly who God created us to be. We are your, you know, everything about you is created in this Imago day. But the difference is, and why we struggle with our identity, and I know everybody does, even if you deny it, you do, is because of sin. Sin came into the world, and with it brought so many things that attempt to change our identity, or we think we should make our own new identity, and that never works. You know, people do so many things to change the way they look, or to change their lifestyle, change their eating habits, their health, you know, however they want to change it. But going back to, you know, our spiritual identity, and that's what I've struggled with all my life. Again, I put all my stock into being in full-time ministry. And so when that gets taken away, I have nothing else to stand on. So what I am attempting to do and what I'm encouraging you to do is to go back to our original DNA. That's what I'll call it. To understand that at our deepest level, God knows who we are, and we can know our identity at our deepest level, and that's just in the image of God. And when someone asks the question, who are you, how do you answer that? You know, when somebody says, who are you, most people say their occupation, I'm a doctor. I'm a garbage truck driver. I'm a pastor. I'm a dad. I'm a mom. I'm a grandpa. There's so many things you can say. But again, our true identity is found in that phrase, Imago Dei, that simply we are God's image. That's it. There's nothing more we can add to it. There's nothing less we can add to it. No matter what you do, who you are in society, if you are a Christian or not, that's the other thing, too, is that 
everybody is creating God's image. And that is the foundation that everything is built off of. And again, we mess that up. So we take so many things that we see in life. We see people that they seem like they have everything together. But there's so many people that are struggling with their identity. And that's something that, again, I struggle with. That's something that, you know, if you talk to my pastor, he's been on this journey for years. And that's why he's trying to get me and people in our church to understand who we really are and to know that if everything is taken away. And I know I don't want to get into this too much, but I know with everything going on in our country, there's possibility of freedoms being taken away. I mean, again, I'm not going to get into that, but if everything is taken away and you think about when churches did get shut down last year and we had to go to just online, you know, I can think of people that were faithful to church before all this happened and our church got shut down for a little while and they haven't been back since. And if our identity and our foundation is in Christ and Christ alone, no matter what happens, we won't get discouraged. And I think about all the time, I think about people that are in other countries that have never even held a copy of the Bible in their hands before. And I've seen those videos where they finally get one and it's amazing. And to see the the persecution and there's some mission trips that our church is taking uh, this year, one in Africa and one in Chile. And it's the stories that I hear about people being killed because they're being a Christian, because they're getting saved or their families are disowning them because they become saved, become a Christian. And we have it so, so easy in America and it's a great country. I'm thankful to be in this country, but it's so easy for us to lose sight of Christ in our country. It's so easy. And again, we, we come in times of catastrophe and trouble and we go to Christ. We thank him for when the good times and our pastor, our Chris, he preached a message out of Psalm 34 Sunday and it really opened my eyes. And there's a song that we're singing uh, this coming Sunday about it and to know that we need to praise the Lord all the time. And again, if our identity is where it's supposed to be, that will be easier. And that won't happen just during times of joy and happiness. And when God is using us or when in my example, when I'm in full-time ministry, oh yes, I'm, I'm happy. But then when it's taken away, because that's what it was built upon, I had nothing to cling to. And I wanted to update you, I guess, on this journey. And I want to keep talking about it. It's not something that I'm just going to talk about once and leave. But there's other things I want to talk about in the future. And I hope that if you are struggling with your identity, one, that you will find out who you truly are. And there's things that God wants me to do that he's equipped me to do. And it doesn't take me being on a staff at a church somewhere for me to do. There's things that God wants you as an individual to do that you say, oh, I'm not, I never went to Bible college. I can't help in a church, but there's things that everybody can do. And there's gifts that God has given each of us 
and you need to find out what that gift is and see where in the ministry that God has put you in is best fit for you. And so if you're struggling with your identity, I really encourage you to figure it out. And there's books that help. And again, going back to creation, going back to Genesis, seeing that we are all made in the image of God. And that's it. There's nothing more we can add. There's nothing we can take away that we are created in the image of God. And everything is built off of that. And when everything does get taken away, if we have that established, everything will still be okay. I hope you guys have a good day and a good weekend. Again, I do have, I don't have any timetable on when these episodes will get posted. Just be on the lookout for them. And I hope you guys again have a great weekend. And if you guys are struggling with something, that's something else that I want to do better at this year is being an encouragement to people or being a help to people. So never be afraid to reach out to somebody. I'm not necessarily saying reach out to me, but reach out to somebody and talk, be an encouragement, be a friend to somebody today. And even on Sunday, if you go to church somewhere, find somebody you haven't talked to before, find somebody that's new at your church and just reach out to them, be an encouragement to them. And again, our identity is found in Christ and Christ alone. I hope you guys have a great weekend. See you guys next time.